What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 263. We're here on Tuesday, March 2nd. Uh, let's start off with Sunday, because Sunday was a glorious day. We got to hear a speech from President Trump for the first time since he left office. Yeah. Um, and on Sunday, we saw President Trump speak for more time than Joe Biden has been in public the entire time he's been president. Yeah. Which is very telling in itself. But let's talk about the speech first because there was five, you know, interesting and I guess I would say best moments of the speech that he gave on Sunday. And he started off with what Trumpism means. Let's take a listen to that clip and then we're going to break it down. It means low taxes and eliminating job-killing regulations, Trumpism. It means strong borders, but people coming into our country based on a system of merit, so they come in and they can help us, as opposed to coming here and not being good for us, including criminals, of which there are many. It means no riots in the streets. It means law enforcement. It means very strong protection for the Second Amendment and the right to keep and bear arms. It means support for the forgotten men and women who have been taken advantage of for so many years, and they were doing great. They were doing great before that horrible thing from China came in and hit us, and now they're starting to do really well again. And I thought it was perfect. It means low taxes, eliminating regulations, strong borders, uh, immigration system of merit, no riots in the streets, law enforcement, the Second Amendment. All good things. Yeah, and it means support for the forgotten men and women who have been taken advantage of for yeah. so many years. I, 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 I just don't get the whole, again, and I, I, I just don't understand why so many people, so many traditional Republicans get like so angry and aggressive when you mention Trumpism and, and their agenda. There's a lot of overlap. Well, There's a ton of overlap. They're afraid of it. Because they control the power here oh, in yeah. D.C. Oh, I understand. They line their pockets. I understand. And, and a, a rising up of the people as part of a populist movement and taking power back from D.C. and giving it to the people, which was what President Trump was, yeah. represents an existential threat to them. Absolutely. And That's also, why. He also butts into their whole grift as well. That's, yeah, it's all about people, money. For a lot of these people. It's all about money. Yeah. Look at the Lincoln Project. I mean, right? Yeah. They were propped up by the liberal media, and it turns out they were a bunch of pedophiles. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. For the lawyers. Yeah, allegedly. For the lawyers. Who got $90 million, a good chunk of it, of which we don't know where the f- went. But, but they all knew we what see, went to their pockets. We see where uh, where some of it's gone. You know, nice, it was a, nice houses. and It was an impressive grift. Yeah. I'm impressed that they yeah. were able to take that money. I wish we could do that grift. Exactly. But then yeah. he went on to say he's not going to create a third party, which, which I thought was a pivotal yeah. moment. Yeah, I thought that was um, actually a good moment. We have a party. It's called the Republican Party. Yeah, let's take a listen <laughs> to that real quick. Before, I am not starting a new party. That was fake news. Fake news, no. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Let's start a new party and let's divide our vote so that you can never win. No, we're not interested in that. And he, he said basically exactly what we've been saying. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Start yeah. a new party and let's divide our yeah. vote so that you can never win. Yeah. No, we're not and interested. And that's all – in fact, that's – it's funny how all these so-called principal Republicans that are anti-Trump, all they do is basically helping Democrats. Yeah. Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney, that's, that's all they're doing. So, Well, you know, someone posted some – and I think it was someone like Jonah Goldberg or David French or one of those – 
and losers. Oh, those guys. And they said something about Biden, right? Uh-huh. And I was like, well, it was your f***ing kind that helped put Biden in exactly. the White House. Exactly, yeah. So I don't want to hear a single damn thing about his f***ing liberal agenda when you helped put him there because you thought, oh, at least it's not Trump. Yeah. Thank God we yeah. don't have any mean tweets anymore. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It, that sounds like something that French or Goldberg yeah. would say. And uh, mm. President Trump also vowed to work to elect real Republican leaders, tough, smart, and strong leaders, he said, uh, which is very telling for what's going to happen with 2022. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be primaries. Oh, yeah. There's yes. going to be primaries. There has to be. People have already talked themselves into primaries. I mean, yeah. look at Kinzinger. Look yeah. at Cheney. Yeah. These people are not representing the will of the people that elected them to go there. Yeah. It's not. They gotta go. D.C. is disgusting, man. It's a terrible place, terrible bubble. And I don't understand. I mean, do they... I mean, Liz Cheney, you know, I would consider a pretty smart woman, right? Yeah. She has to know the polling regarding the future of the party. They... the, The party wants Trump to be a driving force. Yeah. And when she gets up there... And totally embarrasses Kevin McCarthy in front of everybody. By yeah. saying Trump doesn't have a future in the Republican. That's just not in keeping with the base. Like, again, we have the disconnect between the people who are le- supposedly our leaders up on the hill and the base. Mm-hmm. And we got to have – the renovation project is almost done. So It's going to take some more work. Yeah. And President Trump alluded to that. Let's take a listen to this first. Yeah. We will lead the conservative movement and the Republican Party back – to a totally conclusive victory, and we've had tremendous victories. Don't ever forget it. With your help, we will take back the House. We will win the Senate, and then a Republican president will make a triumphant return to the White House. And I wonder who that will be. I wonder who that will be. And he said, a Republican president will make a triumphant return to the White House, and I wonder who that will be. Who, who, who will that be? He said with a smile. Who will that be, I wonder. And I thought that was really good. It was a really good segment from him. And uh, we're going to talk more about him in a second. Yeah. Um, then he hit on election integrity, which is key. Yes. Because if we don't stand up to this bull now, yeah. we will never win an election again. Yeah. And you saw Georgia finally yeah. made the move, right? Yeah. Little fucking late, but better late than never. Yeah. And basically, he's saying that these legislatures had a massive impact on the election by not standing up to the executives that made unconstitutional changes. Yeah. The courts didn't have the guts to stand up to this. So let's take a listen to that. Today, I want to outline the steps that we must take to have an election system in this country that is honest, fair, and accurate. We need one election day, not 45, 30. One day, like it's been. And if Republicans don't get this and the other things I'm going to say, then you should, like the Supreme Court, be ashamed of yourselves. One day. One day. We need yeah. one election day. Yeah. One. Yeah. Not 45, not 30. One. Yep. And I, you know what? And also, the, the, the mail-in has to end. I mean, 
I know we, we, we mock Europe about some stuff, but you know what? The Europeans actually are, are right on this issue. I, think, I don't think there is – I think mail-in ballots are illegal in Correct. Europe. Correct. In, in many countries. In many countries. Yeah, yeah. Also in Europe, there is no there is no unfettered access to abortion. I mean after 20 weeks, yeah. I believe, there is no more abortion. So yeah. it's not like – you know on, on some stuff, the Europeans are actually way ahead of us <laughs> on that. I yeah. mean that's a compromise. You know, banning abortions at, at 20 weeks, I think, is, 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 is actually fair. Most women support it, but, of course, the pro, you know. They would never go for that. They would that. never go for it. They would never go for it. <laughs> we tried it, but for that. I'm just saying it's, it's popular. Yeah. Uh, Trump then moved on to big tech censorship. Yes. He, he hit nearly everything yeah. in this speech. It was yeah. it was an all-encompassing speech hitting Biden, yeah. hitting what was going on here. It was a buffet of, yeah. of good stuff. And his one comment, which at this point is true— the time has come to break up big tech monopolies and restore fair competition. Yeah. Take a listen to that. The time has come to break up big tech monopolies and restore fair competition. Republicans, conservatives must open up our platforms and repeal Section 230 liability protections. And if the federal government refuses to act, then every state in the union where we have the votes, which is a lot of them, big tech giants like Twitter, Google, and Facebook should be punished with major sanctions whenever they silence conservative voices. And Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida and in Texas and in other states are doing this. You know, Josh Hawley kind of alluded that too in his in his remarks. You yes. know, the Republican Party has its roots. You know, we were we were trust busters back in the day. You know? Yeah. We, we we broke up the monopolies. We were the party that led the charge in breaking up the monopolies. So maybe we should do that again. I'm all for it. I'm well, all for it's it. It's a, it's a it's an interesting policy debate to be had there. Yeah. And I'm pretty much for it, but I it sets a bad standard, but it also might need to be done. So, yeah. Yeah. but the, th- the question is, how do you do that, right? What's the mechanism to actually do that? And you have to invoke the antitrust stuff, but it could just be that they structure the companies to be essentially the same thing, just little smaller separate companies. Kind of like they did with Microsoft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now look at Microsoft, right? Yeah. So... Uh, there's a lot that needs to be done there, but the biggest thing that came out of that entire speech, and we were talking about this, I think last night or the other night. Yeah. Will President Trump run again? Because it sure sounded like oh, he's going God. to, right? Yeah, it sounded like he. I mean, he came to the water's edge of just declaring it. Yeah. So, do yeah. You, what's your prediction on that? <sighs> listen, because mine has listen. changed. Yeah. <sighs> One part of me, I agree with you, and we mentioned this before. He's a, he's a former president. He doesn't have to worry about anything, obviously. He never had to worry about anything. He's mm-hmm. a rich guy. He can enjoy Mar-a-Lago and, and the rest of his life, right? Yeah. Get back to business. Get his businesses going again. At the same time... That's if, a big butt. It's a big butt. At the same time, if the country's going to hell in the handbasket, running on the, look, I was right about everything regarding mm-hmm. Sleepy Joe, he doesn't like losing... The, never count the man out when he's down, and you know he loves a comeback. I mean, how right. many comebacks yeah. did Trump have it, it, in terms in terms of the sixteen primaries? How many times did we hear the walls are closing in? 
oh, I think he's on his last, and then he just keeps on winning. So and without a yeah. apparent successor, you know, yeah. some people say that's Ron DeSantis. I don't know that he yeah, has the gravitas to do that at this point. I don't think we have one yet. Correct. There's so, no one. I, I don't think there's anyone that can assemble the Trump coalition as yeah. well as he can. Yeah. And so it doesn't, he and it doesn't carry the same energy when he's not on there. Correct. Even he, he can be vote storm. Right. Votes. This guy is just like me, but younger. Mm-hmm. It, 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 won't carry, not it won't carry the same, the same energy. Right, yeah, exactly. it won't carry the same energy. So he, he may feel the need. Which is kind of a problem. Right. He may feel the need to come back. That's yeah. what I'm feeling yeah. more or less now yeah. is that he well, saw – that reception, they were, ready to, they were ready to jump on the stage and hug him. I right. Mean, I, so, I, 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 I would be right there with him. <laughs> I think he saw in the month following him leaving office that the Republicans have nobody to effectively lead this army right now. Yeah. yeah. So I think he feels a little bit uh, – Yeah. Uh, required or yeah. obliged. And he's a how, how old will he be in 2024? He'll be how old Biden is now. Oh, like 70, oh, 78, 76. I think so. Okay. 77. But maybe. remember, he's a young 77 because he doesn't no no drinking, no drugs, no smoking. Oh yeah. So I mean, know. look at I mean, we're going to talk more about this later, but Biden's a mess. Yeah. Well, you know why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so also at CPAC, one of my favorite moments. Oh god, one of my favorite <laughs> moments of the last week uh, was Jim Acosta getting shit on by the crowd and confronted over the Cuomo scandal. Let's take a listen to this clip and then you could talk about it because you wrote yeah. about I mean, I, I, great. But like, what did he expect? I know. I what know. did I mean? And honestly, I think I think uh, sister told you at Red State and um, who was it on Twitter mentioned it. Basically, they were like, "This is why." Uh huh. Acosta went to CPAC so he can go down there, get punched in the face by these people, and be like, "Oh, I'm being canceled, cancel culture, or something like that." So, you know, whatever. I think the guy has a problem. I mean, yeah. it, it, there's like there's like a, a sadomasochistic tendency there to just be just absolutely we, like abused, right? <laughs> and the other, like aspect, the other aspect, the other aspect, CNN loves to talk about. Oh, now we're Trump free, but all they talk about is Trump. Yeah, right. Yeah. They literally have a cost out yeah. there spying on his golfing. He plays. Yeah, it's like breaking news. Private citizen plays golf. Like, yeah. oh, Ive. Uh, one last CPAC bit. Matt Gates, Representative Matt Gates, who's great. Uh, had a phenomenal speech slamming the GOP establishment losers, but more specifically, a line about Liz Cheney. Let's take a listen to that. Speaking of people who ought to lose primaries, if Liz Cheney were on this stage today, she'd get booed off of it. What does that say? The leadership of our party is not found in Washington, D.C. You are the energy. We are America. That's why they're in the eight square miles of Washington, D.C., and we're here in the sunshine state of Florida. Now, Trump may not have drained the swamp all the way yet. So if you want to finish the job, maybe hire a Florida man. We've drained swamps before. We face down the alligators and the pythons and the lizards and mosquito as big as grapefruit. America needs real fighters today, maybe now more than ever, and we must win for we have a country to save. And so come fight with me. 
Go to mattgates.com, join our America First movement, and let's go get them. And he's right. <laughs> if she had dared to come to CPAC, which she didn't, of course, yeah. you know, along with Mitt Romney and the rest of yeah. the rhinos, she'd get booed off the stage. And what yeah. does that say? Kind of like Ted Cruz in 16. And that's why they know. They know that they're losing this battle. Yeah. And they're thrashing about. Yeah. Again, like, like the exorcist yeah. girl. Yeah. And you have a great VIP There's column today. There's not that many of them left. Exactly. They're really, and honestly, yeah, I mean, it's just this wing of the party continues to embarrass itself. It's it's either willful ignorance or they're just plain stupid mm -hmm. because they need to understand that they've lost. The party is now more blue collar. Mm -hmm. It is more down ticket. It's more Trump. rural. It's more Trump. <laughs> yeah, it's Trump. And, you know, you have, listen, if they have like a big league player, maybe I'll give them a, a modicum of respect, mm -hmm. right? But there's nobody. Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, Mitt Romney. Who, who, They're all third who, rate. Yeah, yeah. Who am I missing? Yeah. These people are not going to win a presidential election, let alone 10 delegates right. in a primary. So, but there's also a why should I listen to you? But there's also <laughs> a handful of media pundits who are the same way. Oh, yeah. And those are the people that get the airtime. Yeah, all the airtime. That's actually. how they do all it. All the airtime. They make you think yeah. that this and is some like huge part of the party that feels this way when it's actually it's less not. than 15%. It's, yeah, exactly. I would say it, it's like 3%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, and also those media people became straight up Democrats to keep those uh, contract, those contributor contracting gigs. Yes. So yes. it just shows you where And the list lie. on that is long. Yes. The list on that is very long. And it's sad because, you know, those, some, some of those people on, during the Obama years were great. Not anymore. Uh, it's really sad. It, Trump, it actually does make me a little upset, some of the people who've, who've, who've gone just deranged. Trump broke a lot of people. Yeah. And it, one it, thing I do sad. like that he did was he shook out the losers from our midst. Yeah. Like a bug's the grifters, stick. yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's just, just realize it. Just go with the flow, and if you can't, you, you gotta either switch parties or just, I don't know, like, just real again. Realize that there's like a ton of overlap between Trumpism and what you would consider they won't accept but, that. but you can't accept. They're not going to accept that. They're it's, very clear on that that I, they will not accept that. But it, they'd so, rather a liberal why, be in power, which is why they keep embarrassing right, themselves. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They'd rather a liberal be in power yeah. than accept that fact. Speaking of Lincoln That's Project, sick. it really uh, is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. you got to be a sick to think that. Way. Speaking of Lincoln Project, <laughs> sexual predators, uh, oh, another boy. one of their ilk, Governor Andrew Cuomo. He's sexually harassing people. He is sexually harassing yeah. people. He has Getting three touchy touchy. Three allegations now against him. The first two are very legitimate and include a supervisor and subordinate correlation, which makes it, uh, yeah. of course, much worse. Yeah. The other was at a wedding uh, with someone, I believe. Then. There's also this clip floating around where he tells a woman reporter to eat the whole sausage yeah. at a press event. Uh, so, again, we come back to this same question, Is it right? like a Howard Stern and the Kielbasa lady? It was exactly like that, yeah. <laughs> he was like, bring this sausage over to this girl. Wow, like, folks, eat the look whole at that. Sausage. Look at that, folks. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't know if I'll eat the whole sausage. Just like, eat oh, the God. sausage. Um, <laughs> basically, that's what he said. <laughs> Here's the main question, right? We come back to this nearly every time we talk about this on this show. Will anything happen? Because we've seen the liberal media dumping him now, yeah. which is a first step, correct? Yeah. yeah. But will he resign? Will he be impeached? Will any charges be brought? Will the investigation bear anything out? Those are the big I think they know that something – because haven't you noticed they've gone full bore on the sexual harassment stuff? Yeah. They've sort of let the – him being responsible for killing tens of thousands of seniors fall by the wayside. Which is disgusting. That is the more that's that's the actual 
the more damning scandal. Yeah. That's the one that is cr- potentially criminal, and they're now going to the sexual harassment stuff. We'll see what happens. I feel like Andrew Cuomo right now is kind of like the Black Knight in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. You know, <laughs> bo- both his arms and legs have been chopped off, and he's just like a torso. Yeah. You know, like a, like a piece of meat, just like, you know, I can't be defeated. Well, we'll see what happens. I you know, I want to see when when I see more state Democrats in the in the Assembly and in the Senate in Albany get really more aggressive and more behind the impeachment train or the investigation train. We'll circle back to this. As of now, though, it's just we got three allegations. He covered up the death toll. The it's death bad. toll is the worst. He's part. bullying reporters. The death toll is you know, the worst part. Yeah, I mean, they're, that, they're, like, yeah, there's a bad. lot of bullets hitting sexual harassment. Bad. Yeah, the deaths, the, the death, murders, the, yeah. the worst part. Lying, to, lying about it to federal authorities, criminal. I mean, and then after admitting it, not even apologizing. Yeah, apologizing for the political inconvenience it might have caused state Democrats, mm-hmm. which is. Someone tweeted I mean, last night though, and this is actually I think a very accurate take. They're like, well. Yeah, maybe we'll get rid of Cuomo and Newsom from the two biggest uh, liberal states in the United States. But who they get replaced with could arguably be much worse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Would love to take the scalps yeah. of these two guys because they suck. Yeah, yeah. And we know they suck. Yeah. But could be worse. Yeah. Could always be worse. and Especially up there. The bigger thing that this whole scandal, I think, has exposed is the power of... Of the liberal mainstream media. Oh. The liberal mainstream media made people think that Cuomo had almost God status. Yeah, he was. That he managed the pandemic excellent. He got an Emmy. He wrote a book, right? Yeah. We knew about all this stuff. Oh, yeah. We We talked about this since, what, last April or May? This Cuomo nursing home scandal, right? Then finally all of this sexual harassment (laughs) stuff comes out. And the liberal media essentially overnight decides to drop him like a bad yeah. habit. I mean, we already know that he had – I mean, he also wears nipple rings. That's true. Remember, he wears nipple That's rings. That's true. I thought of that the other day. Yeah. I said, we knew he was depraved, you know, right? Governor Nipple Ring, you know, likes Let's to – Let's not forget. Yeah. I own the domain, Cuomo'sNipples.com. Oh, we should probably get that started. We should, we should, I think so. We should get some memes. We might need some, to. Some or if anyone's interested in buying it, would happily sell yeah. it to you. Good investment last yeah. April. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we know he's a piece of – Right, but yeah. the liberal media, it's so powerful. Oh, yeah. They use this guy as He's a way— He's gone from Jesus to Barabbas in, right. like, literally a week. They used him to beat up on Trump. Yeah. And once they used him, you yeah. know, it's like a pump-and-dump scheme yeah, in stocks. Yeah, once he's is. used, they yeah. throw him out the door. Yeah. And it's very interesting to me how this is happening now. And, you know, you have CNN who refuses to talk about it. Yeah. You have his brother on air there who last night says— Oh well, I can't talk about this because he's my brother. And now I can't talk. Now right. I can't talk about it because exactly. he's my brother. I know it's just, oh my god, it's all incestual it's, and it's, disgusting. It's like you know how again, like you know, they, they they say the quiet part out loud. Yep. Now they just do it right in front of us. Yep. All this stuff, you know, but you know, they're two big dogs that can't separate. Oh, and we have more on that specifically because it's interesting you brought that up? point up. But yeah, first <laughs> wrapping up the liberal media. You know, speaking of liberal media pieces. of yeah. Our favorite gender-neutral potato head. Yes. Uh, let's take a listen to him crying about Don Jr. calling him that. Of course, we're talking about Brian Stelter, uh, Mr. Potato Head, Tater, as he's affectionately known by in conservative media. Let's take a listen to that. 
on Friday, I was about to go get dinner for my kids when Donald Trump Jr. attacked me in his speech at CPAC. Um, something about me looking like a gender-neutral potato head. And then the tweets started rolling in on my computer, people telling me about Donnie Jr. insulting me. And I thought of some really cutting responses, some really clever ways to reply, some way to go viral. But then I stopped. I didn't post anything. It was just another distraction. He wanted me to respond. This was just more BS fuel for the culture war. And it does not matter. The best thing we can do for each other in this world of tweet storms is to refuse to be confused by that noise, is to refuse to be distracted. There is too much real news going on. There's no time for potato heads. Oh, he called me a gender neutral potato head. <laughs> we are so in his oversized head yeah. here. And it's honestly very interesting. I just, I, I've always found it funny that like his show's called Reliable Sources, and it's the most like unreliable show of like all time. Of well, all the media shows, it is literally like the worst. You know what that reminds me of is when we walked into Ben's Chili Bowl that one day. Yes, and they have this wall of murals, <laughs> and it's literally a gathering of the most f***ing corrupt people you could possibly find. Who was on that wall? Oh, Bill Cosby. Uh -huh. Oh, I think Mary, Obama. Oh, Marion Barry yes. was on there. Yeah. And there was one more. I forget who it was. It was the mayor of Detroit, wasn't it? Maybe. Or was it Vincent Gray? Vincent Gray was yeah. on there. And I'm like, look at this. It's a gathering of the most Vincent corrupt. Gray, who actually paid a third party to have like a shadow campaign so that he yeah. could win. The Do you remember that? Oh, my God. Uh, so you brought uh, up the point of them just saying it out loud now. Yeah. Right. We yeah. had an instance of that yesterday where the Department of Homeland Security secretary, literally the cabinet secretary, is basically saying out loud to illegals, come on in. Come on, welcome. Welcome to, <laughs> it's like, it's, what an, the it's an episode of MTV Cribs. Yeah. And, and not Dang only that, come there. on in and you'll get in-person learning down at your cage camps or whatever yeah. you want to call them. We got Salisbury steak and air conditioning and yeah. container. Americans can barely put food on the table, yeah. but you, come on in. Come on. Come on down. You're we the got a little kid, we got a kid's room that they yep. watch Disney movies and play with stuffed animals. Let me tell you. I bet you those mother got the PlayStation 5. Yeah. I can't find a PlayStation 5, but yeah. I bet you the government probably. I'm about to self-identify as an alien so that I can go get all these nice amenities. I'm an illegal. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Send it me down It sounds like Club Med. Let's yeah. all go. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> it sounds like it. Speaking of government spending on wastes of time. Oh, uh, my God. It's bad. The pork-filled spending bill is up uh. on Capitol Hill. It passed the House on Friday uh, along generally party lines, although two Democrats did vote with Republicans against it so i found that interesting that the opposition was bipartisan it, it only needed i think three more votes and the whole thing went to, it was go down in flames. it was very close nancy doesn't have a lot of wiggle room i think that's something that people don't yeah that really don't understand i mean she only has like a five, four or five seat majority the uh, right? the bill is now in the senate yeah, and we're gonna have a votorama this week which i do love the votoramas it because is. it is the senators can bing, basically bong, bing, bong. just propose any amendment they want to and get an up or down vote on yeah, the house floor yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're going to have some good amendments, you know, not giving money to illegal aliens, this and that. So uh, it looks like, you know, regardless, at the end of the day, the shell of the package will pass uh, probably by March 15th, Oh, uh, perhaps a little earlier. And that's when mm. you can look forward to getting your pennies on the dollars of tax dollars paid yeah, for this $1.9 yeah, trillion dollar yeah. bill. Uh, but 
I, I I'm just you. I'm just thankful that the Native American language will be preserved for two hundred million dollars. For two hundred million dollars, yeah. I'm so glad that that is going to help. Think of how so many, many working people. Think of how many poor inner city kids that can yeah. help. Uh, I, what I did want to ask you, and you yeah, brought yeah, this yeah. up, yeah. is someone said recently in regards to this yeah. one point nine trillion dollar boondoggle. Yeah, that's only spending less than ten percent on actual relief. Mm-hmm. What did they say we'd be better off doing? Oh, just reopening the country. Hmm. We are literally, based off the epidemiologist Marty McCurry of Johns Hopkins, who wrote it in the Wall Street Journal, and the New York Post took uh, had a good editorial last week. We are, based on the numbers we have now, because uh-huh. I'm trusting the science. Remember, I'm, I'm channeling their, their <laughs> yeah. rhetoric. I'm trusting yeah. the science. And what their numbers say— Remember what I always say, you know. I know. <laughs> what their numbers say— is that literally by the end of April, we should be in the clear in terms of herd immunity uh-huh. regarding the infection mortality rate, which is 0.23%. Based on that number, two-thirds of the country has already had the infection. We're underestimating natural immunity. And even scientists say to, Ms., to Dr. Macari, your projection is not insane, but we don't want to say anything because it could impact the vaccination rates. He's like, no. That's wrong. We shouldn't manipulate the data. We should tell the truth. We're scientists. Mm-hmm. Um, if that is the case, what's the rush to pass this $1.9 trillion relief, so-called relief bill, Storm? Yeah. How about we just wait until April and then we can reopen the country, which will benefit more working Americans than spending money to uh... – <laughs> what, what are some other crazy expenditures in this – a lot of bad stuff. You know what I'm trying to say? And you could look that yeah, up. Yeah, uh, I mean, you it's know, bad. You could, you could I mean, spend days reading this. It's yeah. I think you know it's a couple thousand pages. Yeah. The Congress people aren't going to read it. No. Uh, and so, it's meant that way. It's meant. It's right. Meant, you know. Right. So, you know, just reopen the damn country. We're almost there, supposedly. Although, yeah. of course, I always tell you, just wait until you know. April 4th, and then Dr. Fauci will be out there saying, oh, no, no, get back inside because the Andromeda strain has been detected in Montana, so we all have to go back inside. Well, I'm convinced more than ever that that's exactly what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. Is that we're going to get to the point where we're like, okay, let's reopen, and then some variant's going to come out, yeah. and they're going to be like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. And now, I mean, you already see them laying the groundwork. They're, yeah. they're hedging on vaccines, saying, well, once you're vaccinated, that doesn't necessarily yeah, doesn't mean make any sense. that you can go back to normal life, doesn't which is any, yeah. the whole point that's of the vaccine the epitome of anti-science yes and yeah. they took that for a spin no one believed it because even and then they walked it back yeah and then they walked it back yep. so you know the, the whole thing with double masking that fell flat i think honestly it's it's just they, they should just let i mean whatever I so mean, i want to do a they're, quick, they're cooking up something i i agree with you i want to do a quick segment here because i want to start doing this is the things that the left says we can't talk about anymore oh. the things that the left says that the only thing that's accepted is the general narrative, and you must conform with the general narrative. Okay. So last night this came up, and mm-hmm. I thought we should put it in here. Okay. Election good. fraud. Okay? You and I both know that with all levers of power being within about seventy to 90,000 votes of each other flipped, yeah. it wouldn't exactly take a massive percentage in an election with 150 million votes to target specific yeah. swing states with mail-in fraud. No. It's not some super unlikely theory yeah. statistically. And the first check on that list is the mail-in rejection rate, which we've talked about quite yeah. a bit. And the, the one where they burned the envelope so we couldn't match But the even signatures. just leaving that aside, yeah. leaving that aside, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mail-in rejection rate, which should have been handled before they even but destroyed the uh, evidence, yeah, which, yeah. you know, yeah. question, of course, why they destroyed yeah. the evidence, but just yeah. staying in, you know, this one line of thought here. It's statistically impossible that these numbers were correct. Mm-hmm. 
the mail-in rejection rate in past elections had been somewhere between 3 and 5%. Yeah. In this election, it was like 0. .0003. Everybody became super honest, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> with a massive change in the voting system, right? Yeah, yeah. So statistically, it's not theoretically impossible that this changed the result had a true audit been done. Instead, they put the same ballots through the same signature validation machines, like you said, mm -hmm. which already had lower than, than reasonable matching standards uh, in Georgia. Yeah. In some places, they didn't even bother to do it at all. Yeah. All on an unprecedented count of mail-in ballots. Yeah. And you and I both know that there's bad actors that took advantage of this system change. Yeah. And the only true question is, was it enough to change the result? And I think the obvious answer is yes, and yeah. we've talked about this. Yeah. This obviously cannot be said nowadays because it's incitement or something. Yeah. What say you about all well, this? Well, honestly, I mean, the, the the New York Post had a good article about someone who has done this in New Jersey elections for years. Yeah. He yeah. admitted. He's like, this is how you rig an election. This is how I did it, and this is how I got results. And in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia, yeah. So We've known about Philly for I mean, decades. Philadelphia, I, mean, I mean, even back in mm -hmm. 2012, right. no one voted for Mitt Romney. Right. Are you kidding? I mean, listen. I didn't expect Philly to be competitive in any no, stretch of no, imagination. No, no. But Mitt Rom somebody had to have voted for Mitt Romney in Philadelphia. The the fact of it is you have tens of thousands of ballots just in Philly on mail-in that yeah. are questionable. Absolutely. And they were never even no, looked at. No. They were putting the poll watchers like two miles away from the tables. They remember the binoculars are out. And I'm summarizing, but a lot of Clarence Thomas, happened. Justice Clarence Thomas said the courts didn't have the guts to take this up. Yeah. None of them. Yeah. Not a single in court yeah not well, to hear it on the merits yeah nobody nobody wants to be the judge who sided for tossing out ballots and stuff like that which yeah. i understand it should be a high bar but there were some allegations here that should have been looked into more north more thoroughly but yeah uh i would also say on our there's some there's a blame to go around everywhere here because some of the allies not the trump campaign itself but the yeah. allies the legal allies of the trump effort were nuts here's the problem. i'm sorry i mean i i know these people mean well but it was a sloppy putting together. It was a sloppy delivery, a sloppy presentation. It was just it was it was bad. The problem is really there bad. was never enough time, and that takes into account a lot of the the the, the integrity of your argument with other courts. There was never enough time. Yeah, time because time is the enemy of all of all politics. From the time yeah. the election happened to yeah. when you were supposed to get challenges done, Certified. right? There was not enough time. Yeah. But even before that, looking from for, at it from a thirty thousand foot view, we talked about the legal challenges that were going on all summer. Yeah. There was just not enough time between when they made these changes in late spring mm -hmm. till the election yeah. to properly get adjudication through the whole court system. Yeah. And it just – it ran out the clock. Yeah. And it was a smart strategy on their part. Yeah. Our failure was not in turn doing it from the opposite side. Yeah. As corrupt as it sounds. <laughs> I mean that's just the political system here. <laughs> so – there's number one of things you can't talk about nowadays, yeah. but oh, need yeah. to be talked about. Censored. Censored, yeah. banned from Facebook. Let's talk about number two, transgenderism. Okay, so the woke propaganda machine is on full steam ahead on this, like the Titanic into the iceberg. And <laughs> I lifted this from our good friend uh, Paula. She's the managing editor over at PJ Media, and perhaps we'll actually have her on soon to talk about this, because she wrote a great VIP piece about the Assistant Secretary of Health nominee, uh, Rachel Levine, which cousin it. is a he, could be also yeah. referred to as Cousin It, but her, her paragraph here I thought was perfect. 
Can we stop for a minute and recognize the absurdity of what we witnessed in a Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee confirmation <laughs> hearing on Thursday? I turned on C-SPAN and could not believe what I was seeing. A transgender individual decked out in makeup, jewelry, an ugly skirt, and a hairdo straight out of a 1980s Twisted Sister MTV video. Oh, I like <laughs> Twisted Sister. I do too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Came before a committee of the U.S. Senate, and everyone acted like this was completely normal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul was the only person on that committee to question Rachel Levine's radical transgender ideology, which includes chemical and possibly physical castration of minor children without their parents' consent. Yeah. And what did poor Rand Paul get for his courage and honesty? Charges that the medical doctor himself is an ignorant transphobe. Hmm. This is this is a total assault on just having the idea that you're not okay with something like this. Yeah. Yeah. And as I've said in the past, the trans, you can do what you want. Where I draw the line is you forcing me to be okay with it. Yeah. I will never be okay with it. Yeah. And I'm certainly not okay with paying for your surgeries using taxpayer dollars. If you want to pay for your own surgery to chop off you, yeah, you know yeah. what? If, okay. If you want to split your hot dog, you pay for that yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's not get too dark here. <laughs> Although, that's, that's, that's South, how it is. South Park yeah. did an episode about it. Right? <laughs> and, and the kids stuff. Yeah, that's that's too much. The under eighteen, pump, you know, pumping like f- five, six year olds with hor- with uh, hormone blockers, like that's, that's. Well, the fact that this guy thinks that it's okay for kids <laughs> to elect for this surgery without parental consent. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What? Also, can we are we are we totally going to also gloss over the even larger scandal, which is that this person took. The mother out of the nursing home before packing the nursing homes of COVID people. That's something that's not talked about either. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's but, that's a scandal in itself. We'll see if she gets confirmed, but more so the issue here is the all-out assault on our culture. Yeah. To accept transgenderism oh, yeah. Yeah. as the normal. Yeah, it's not when it is by far the not. And also, again, this is like one percent of the population. Right, exactly. It is not like a quarter. It's not even a. It's not even a third. It's not even ten percent. It is like two percent, three percent. And on the kids' stuff, yeah. In in most states, you can't even buy cigarettes now unless you're twenty one years old. You can't buy alcohol. Some yeah. states have legalized weed. You can't buy weed. Yeah. But a ten year old can decide that he wants to just change his yeah. gender yeah. without parental consent. Sounds kind of nuts. It's extremely Sounds nuts. like tomfoolery. And then last, race. Of course, we have to come to race here because yeah. we've gone from the accepted, conformed narrative that being racist is bad to now the left wants to be racist against white people and in extension a little bit Asian. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You're, you're honorary white. Yeah, I'm honorary white. Yeah. And install reverse Jim Crow. <laughs> That's what they're doing. You see it in these corporate trainings that are people of color only trainings yeah, and specific classes for the white people and Coke saying, are you too white? Whatever happened to not judging based on the color of skin? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey. The whole situation. We can be racist, but you can't. That's what they're saying. It's it's just okay. I'm fighting racism by being racist. Yeah. And, you know, the Asians now are considered white because uh, they're too smart and make too much money. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Just take that out. Take that out. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) 
Ooh. <laughs> Make sure that does not go. Uh, oh, man, that was a big cut oh. right there. All right. Was that too far? Vespa is, is that either, too far? It's either like two or seven thousand. <laughs> There's no in between, no in between. That I don't think that I don't think that even can make it to VIP. No, it cannot go. Oh, sorry guys, um, I've been too far. I guess Asian joke. Well, you could say it because you're not. Oh white, yeah, so. I could say it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's let's do. Just leave it to your imagination when I say. Exactly. Let's wrap up here with the Biden gaffe of the day. This one was bad. This one was bad. We haven't had a gaffe then. Well, that's because he hides. He hides. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to this clip. Uh, I think he's getting on a plane. He told me last. He came in to see me last event. And representatives, uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli, uh, uh, excuse me, Pinell, and uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And uh, uh, Mayor Turner, Judge Hidalgo, uh, thank you all for welcoming us. And Jill and I wanted to visit Texas today for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, Man, he's the dementia yeah, is rapidly he progressing. Can't he can't do state of the unions? Well, as I mentioned I was, this. I mentioned this last night. We might be going back to Thomas Jefferson era, where he just gives remarks, like yep. copies of his speech, to members of Congress. Well, he can't even read the deep state script off the yeah, teleprompter. It's, it's 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 bad. Oh, it's I'm bad. Losing my spot. They don't call on anyone. He hasn't done a press conference. No. What did they say the other day about him? Oh, Jen Psaki pretty much said that don't expect him to do a press conference in the foreseeable future, pretty much. So that means mm, not this year. Yeah, I guess so. It's unbelievable, guys. If it he really does, is. it's no questions. He'll read something for for 10 minutes, and then he's going to skedaddle out of there because, you know, the body double needs to recharge. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to let you bring up a body <laughs> double point. But it's... I mean, it's some scary stuff, man. And th this guy's in charge of the nuclear arsenal. It's a problem. Yeah, it is a problem. I don't. Do you think he's gonna last? I don't see no. him lasting four no. years. Well, I mean, you know, I've said that my over under on him is six months, so that gives him till July. So we'll see what happens. We'll see, we will see what happens. We'll see. Um, all right, folks. So thank you all to you uh, who have given us five star ratings and reviews over the last few days. We appreciate you guys. Um, of course, if you do want to go ahead and support us telling the truth and our conservative journalism here at Town Hall Media, you can become a VIP member. We know not everyone can afford it, but we want to thank all of you who have uh, supporting us, uh, you know, me, Matt, uh, Katie, our podcast here and our entire network of sites. Uh, we're going to stand up against this oppression. We're going to tell the truth. And the way that you can fund that directly is to go to townhall.com slash subscribe Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off your subscription. Those funds go directly to us taking the fight to the left, and we will continue to stand up day after day. Uh, shout out to our man, Sinks. Thank you for that email, and uh, yeah. we hope you're doing all right out there, buddy. And, of course, if you'd like to email us, triggered at townhall.com, and we will be back here on Thursday for another episode of Triggered. See you then. Oh,